0: And I always say the best thing you can do, ask yourself, what you're doing now, can you do it 12 months from now? And if the answer is yes, great. If the answer is no, then it's not going to last. It's not the approach for you. And when we're talking about this good lifestyle that you keep, not the perfect one that you don't, when we talk about it a lot, that's why we've created this podcast, is actually counting calories is not a strategy for those that are trying to achieve a good, sustainable, long-term lifestyle. Hi, I'm Oliver Burkwes, founder of BlitzFitMe, and welcome to the Good Not Perfect Lifestyle podcast, providing people of all ages and abilities, advice and practical strategies that you can implement into your daily routine to lead a healthy, happy and sustainable lifestyle. The good lifestyle you keep is better than the perfect one you don't. Episode coming up now, and we hope you all enjoy it. Why calories, counting calories, is not a sustainable strategy and um, I'm going to share a few bits around that. I think it can get value, I think it can help. Like I said, it's come up quite a bit about people really having to think about counting calories, how it's really hard to do. And so what we want to do is just quash that. Don't worry about counting calories. There's much better ways of achieving long-term results without having to count calories. Um, I think that you know, when you're talking about counting calories, you're having to talk about tracking food, whether with an app like MyFitnessPal, whether you're writing food down, you're having to weigh food at every meal. Um, if you're trying to hit a certain calorie amount and you hit that amount and you've got a day left, what do you do? Do you not eat? Can you eat? It just creates so much stress and mental anxiety and it creates lots of friction, which isn't good. You know, a sustainable lifestyle should be something that's just do effort, literally a part of what you do. You know as well, like when you have to count calories and you're trying to hit a certain target, you're going out for dinner um, and it's like, what's on the menu, what can I eat, how many calories I've got left, you know? And if you're going out for friends, family, loved ones, for a bite to eat, you should be able to enjoy that meal out as well. So when we have to count calories, when you have to weigh food at every meal, when you have to be that strategic, it becomes very wearing, takes time, very consuming. And anything that takes time, becomes wearing, becomes stressful, you create friction in what you do, it's not sustainable. It's not something you're gonna be doing 12 months from now, two years from now. So that's why it becomes really challenging. And I think that's why it it doesn't work as a long-term, you know, term strategy. I think that, don't get me wrong, you know, counting calories from a short-term perspective, you know, two weeks, three weeks, is actually really interesting and really educational because actually tracking the food that you eat for two weeks, seeing how many calories are in food is actually a real eye-opener. So it can actually really help you. You know, suddenly you put in a takeaway, you put in two beers, um, some chocolate, you think it's fine, but you realise it's got thousands of calories. And actually what you realise by doing that, it's not, you're saying, wow, okay, so that's where, that food has that amount of calories, that's where I can go really wrong. So, as a short term educational strategy, I think it's great and I think it has real value. But when it comes to a long term strategy for you to achieve your goal, which is maybe lowering, losing weight, lowering body composition, um, it doesn't work because I don't think it's sustainable. You know? Um, you know, it's like, yeah, you're going out for dinner, you're going out for lunch, you've got to worry about your food, your. You know, getting at night when you just want to maybe play with the kids or have a glass of wine, chill. You know, relax with loved one, and you've got to spend an hour and a half weighing food, and you're being weighing food. What's going in there? Planning all all that effort it takes. It takes quite real time consuming, and it really can. Um, and you've got to reduce the friction thing. You've got to do things that don't create anxiety, that don't make you worry, that do make you think. Actually, I can do this. This is working. I feel good for doing it. It's something I can do regularly. Um, and I always say the best thing you can do, ask yourself, what you're doing now, can you do it 12 months from now? And if the answer is yes, great. If the answer is no, then it's not going to last. It's not the approach for you. When we, and when we're talking about this good lifestyle that you keep, not the perfect one, that you don't, when we talk about it a lot, that's why we create this podcast, is actually counting calories is not... strategy for those that are trying to achieve a good sustainable long-term lifestyle so um, I've got a few things that you can do I've got nine quick tips which take some of them away if you want you can implement some of them or whatever but the first thing first is drinking two liters of water if you can aim to drink two liters of water that's then if you're having alcohol, caffeine or sugary drinks around those drinks, just having two liters of water will limit how much other drink you have. So drinking two liters of water is really, really key. Um, limit your sugary foods, limit your sugary drinks because they're high in calories and they're in empty calories as well. So you can get loads of calories for sugary, highly processed food that has no nutritional value on the body, uses vital nutrients to process and you've just basically putting loads of calories that you don't need into your body. Eat slowly, really important. Take your time eating meals will slow down. By slowing down, you'll eat a certain amount of food you won't overeat. Uh, Another great one is adding veg and lean protein at each meal, lean protein. So if you're not vegetarian, then obviously chicken, um, red meat, little bits of red meat, um, fish, so poultry, uh, turkey, you could also have eggs if you're vegetarian beans pulses you can get pea protein so there's lots of different proteins but having that H meal is really important having protein at breakfast as well is a great one because if you have protein at breakfast protein's great for satiety it keeps you full off for longer so i think that is really good in terms of avoiding needing more food quite quickly um, veg is great, as you know. Adding veg in, great for your immune system, supports all the process in your body. So vegetables again in your diet is really important. And if you have protein and veg each meal, and you're chewing that food, you're not going to need to have, you know, other stuff. Just eating those two foods and those two food groups alone will really fill you up and sustain you. I mentioned breakfast at each meal; that's really important. Another one to avoid late night snacking. Um, if you've had good meals throughout the day. Avoid that late night snacking because late night snacking is where you can just binge on whatever and you get loads of unneeded calories Then, So I think avoiding late night snacking is really important. If you find that's happening, you might need another meal during the day or you could consider something like um, protein, like a protein shake. Uh, a couple of cubes of dark chocolate uh, maybe frozen berries something like that so you could actually have a shake late at night or not late at night but a shake into the evening that can maybe just avoid that late night snacking um, preparing your snacks i think another one where people can go wrong certainly when it comes to having excessive excessive calories is if you're not prepared between breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner it's when you get hungry and you go and reach for the sugary crisps the chocolate the cakes the pastries those unhealthy foods And you can add so many calories through wrong snack choices. So again, prepare your snacks, whether it's a healthy shake blended with the, you know, vegetables, frozen berries, protein, nut butter, something like that. Or whether it is you just take a piece of fruit, a handful of peanuts, uh, maybe a rice cake, peanut butter. So something small, something that's got, it's going to carry you through. Again, really important. Um, don't let yourself get too hungry is another thing so if you do skip meals you find yourself get too hungry what will happen is that you will binge at some point so intermittent fasting can work as it, for some people where you eat your calories in a small window in the day but generally speaking if you're going to let yourself get too hungry the food choices you make when you're hungry are you're, you're sort of affected by it so you will reach for more unhealthier foods around that time so um, during the day so again don't let yourself get too hungry And last one on my list is adequate sleep. I think this is really important because if you don't sleep well enough during the day, so if you don't sleep well enough at night, you don't get adequate sleep, that will definitely affect your hunger cues the next day and it will lead you to having a sugary, highly processed, unneeded food, which really embellishes what I've just said there because actually if you think about the excessive calories you get from the foods that you shouldn't be eating, so sugary foods, sugary drinks, highly processed food, the unwanted calories, actually if you take them away and replace it with herbal teas, water, uh, lean protein, vegetables, fresh, moving processed food, the calorie shift will be huge. Then you haven't got to count calories, you haven't got to worry about the calories or what you're eating on that day and weighing out food because you need to hit a certain target. You just know that you're eating the right meals in a day, you're eating slowly, you're digesting your food correctly and you eat the right amount of food for you and your hunger levels, your blood sugar levels will stay balanced throughout the day. Yeah, that's just, that's my thoughts around that. Obviously I've given you a few tips there that you can take away. So drinking water, limiting your sugary foods and drinks, eating slowly, adding veg lean, protein each meal, making sure you have protein at breakfast, avoid the late night snacking, preparing healthy snacks instead of reaching for the unhealthy ones if you're at work. Don't let yourself get too hungry during the day and make sure you get adequate sleep and more importantly, limit your processed sugary food. millimeter processed food is the aim and you'll be on track. Okay, guys, that's it from me. Um, hope that's helped. And it always comes back to remember like the good lifestyle you keep is always better than the perfect one you don't. Thank you for listening to the Good Not Perfect Lifestyle Podcast hosted by Blitzfitme. If you enjoyed the episode, then please leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform. And if you know someone that would get benefit from hearing this advice, then please share it with them. To connect with us on socials or find out more about what we do, head to the show notes. Have a great week and we look forward to seeing you at the next episode.